You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Now, let's turn to the next part of today's program. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're talking about overcoming internal conflicts and also obstacles when it comes to achieving your goals in life, whether it's your personal or your personal life or your professional life. And I'm really delighted to be chatting once again with career and executive coach, Selena Lee. And now she's also the host of a wonderful podcast called Live Your Dream. Welcome back on the program, Selena. Selena, it's great to see you today. Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me again, Noreen. We are live this morning on Facebook also. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Selena there. Now, first of all, let's talk a little bit. Let's dissect this term sort of internal conflicts and, and some obstacles. I mean, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so this is actually part of my coaching framework that I designed to help people um, achieve their goals and dreams. And um, it it's stands for love, L-O-V-E. The first step is L, learn about yourself. O is overcome internal obstacles, which we're going to talk about today. And V stands for visualize your success. And E stands for explore your curiosities and take action. So the reason why I uh, uh, defined it as internal obstacles um, is because Throughout my experience of coaching a lot of people and really hearing deep insights into what is really keeping them stuck or preventing them from moving forward in their careers and lives, what I've noticed is that a lot of times the obstacles were internal, not necessarily external. Obviously, there are some instances where the challenge is really external. It's something coming from outside of you. But a lot of times I've noticed that the conflicts or the struggles is actually internal, such as fear of rejections or failures or our inner negative voice is really, really strong and tells us that you're not good enough or it's never going to happen for you or who do you think you are? And those unhelpful voices actually makes us not really take action towards our goals and dreams. So that's what I mean by uh, internal obstacles. That's such a great observation. And, and you listed out some of the common internal obstacles that that women in particular experience. I think um, perhaps we, we touched on this imposter syndrome kind of, I think some women, and maybe some men, but mostly women from, from sort of the discussions I've had, uh, have that even though they have all the qual- most of the qualifications, they might have nine out of the 10 in the checklist, but still they might not put their name in the hat or they might not wanna you know go for that promotion just because they're worried, um, the fear of rejection, maybe the fear. Where do these sort of, um, where does that insecurity come from? From some of the people that you've worked with, where where does this fear come from? Um, where does this uh, internal conflict come from? Yeah, I definitely have noticed it amongst a lot of people, especially women, men also, but um, actually our fear exists to keep us safe. So fear in itself is actually inherently not a bad thing. Um, our fear of, you know, something terrible happening or anxiety about the future or fear of getting rejected, that in itself is actually not something bad. So thousands of years ago, um, when our ancestors lived in a tribe, if you um, got rejected by the people you live with, um, chances of your survival was really low. You would probably be eaten by a lion, right? And the more worried you were, so basically the more fear you had, 
you probably had a better chance to survive because um, if you're worried, oh my God, what if lions eat us tonight? Maybe you build walls or you maybe you take turns and and become, uh, you know, and, and, and watch out for any intruders, right? So um, whoever had the bigger uh, vo- inner negative voice or bigger, bigger fear, bigger anxiety, had better chance to survive, had better chances to pass their DNA onto us. This explains why we are wired the way that we are, right? Unfortunately, our our body hasn't kept up uh, updated. Uh, you know, um, we're no longer meet- in the wild. <laughs> yeah, we have we have better safety <laughs> measures. Yeah. Our body doesn't understand our survival mechanism still is trying to protect us at, at all situations. And a lot of times um, it's actually not helpful um, when you are about to go for that job interview or make that important promotion, uh, you know, ask for the important promotion or have that difficult conversation. It's usually the fear that keeps you stuck and being able to just be aware of it and then knowing that this is part of you, the inner negative voice that you have, it's part of you, but not all of you. And you can choose to give it less power. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of like, and I've used this example before, it's sort of like um, all these emotions, these feelings are characters on a stage and you're holding the the torchlight or the spotlight. It just depends on which one you want to shine the light on and you can magnify those, that the anxiety, but actually it's still on the stage, but you just don't choose to spotlight it as much. And sometimes that helps me visualize the anxiety at a smaller level or lower level. Um, and, and that often helps. But yeah, it's very real, the fear of rejection. And that actually stops a lot of people from achieving uh, bigger things in their lives because they're just not wanting to move forward. And sometimes it's important to just keep moving the needle. And if the fear is holding right. you back, um, that's yeah. uh, very tricky. What about your own journey or in terms of the conflicts that you've seen, uh, perhaps within yourself or within your, your clients? Uh, what are some examples that you can share with us this morning? Yeah, and um, I certainly have experiences in my life as well. Um, as I, and I've seen a lot of my clients struggle with this as well, but there are tools and techniques to be able to manage it. And something that I did when I was writing my book, and I share the story of me writing my book before, it was my childhood dream. And even though um, I only finished a, a elementary school in Korea, I wanted to see if I can write and publish a book in Korean with only my elementary school education. And everybody thought it was impossible. Like, who do you think you are, including my mom and never going to happen for you. And so I, um, I think if I was asking myself, you know, can I make it happen? Or what if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? I think the odds were definitely against me. I had really nothing to prove to anyone that I was capable of, of doing this. But instead of asking that, I asked myself, how can I make this happen, right? If you ask a different question to yourself, it really can change your life because your thought affects how you feel, your emotions, and your emotions affect your actions. And you, and as a result of that action, you create a different reality and results for yourself. So if I'm like, oh, what if, you know, what if it doesn't work out? What would people think if I do a terrible job? It's probably going to make you feel bad. Um, you probably wouldn't be really motivated to take action. And then as a result of that, you are not going to write your book, achieve your goals. That's not going to happen, right? But if you instead ask yourself, 
oh my God, how wonderful would it be if I can make this happen? Um, and you just keep thinking about that, then it will probably generate a lot of positive emotion excitement, right? Can't wait for that to happen, right? And then that will help you to take action. Maybe you're going to um, look for ways to, you know, take action, uh, try to look for publishers, start a blog, or, you know, it's a small take action. And then you will eventually achieve your goal. Um, so that I think so how how you talk to yourself and what questions you're asking yourself is really important. And Noreen, you also brought out a great point of how you have these different characters that are on the stage and it's up to you to choose which one you shine a light on, right? And 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 similarly, I also ask my clients to name their inner negative voice and also name their inner hero. We all have that inner negative voice that says it's you're not good enough, never going to happen for you. Everybody has that. As I said, it's to protect us, right? But we also have our inner hero because we're humans and we have very dynamic emotions throughout the day or throughout the week, how we feel about ourselves change also. Sometimes you feel kind of awful about yourself. You feel like you can never seem to figure anything out, right? But there are times I'm sure you, there are moments I'm sure you are really proud of yourself. That's the best version of yourself, right? Mm. So at any moment you can uh, access your inner hero too, right? So for me, um, I name my inner negative voice Shrek. <laughs> so it's just a funny <laughs> character. Yeah. I don't have to take him too seriously, right? So whenever Shrek says like, who do you think you are? Never gonna happen. You're not qualified or there are other people who have more experience than you. Then I ask my inner hero, which I name Judy uh, after Judy Hopps from the movie Zootopia. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Yeah. It's like, it's like such a cute uh, story of uh, uh, this uh, uh, char character named Judy Hopps, whose childhood dream is to become a first rabbit police officer. Yeah. And she goes through a lot of ups and downs, but eventually achieves her dream. And I think I kind of saw myself in her because, you know, their other police uh, officers are all tigers and lions and huge animals. But she's this little, little bunny female character. Yeah, little bunny. And then she fights against the big guys and eventually becomes a hero, right? So I think because I worked in investment banking, corporate law, where there were a lot of uh, men, <laughs> uh, older men, older white men who I had to compete with and or work with, I think um, I also, you know, a lot of times I fall out of place, but I felt like maybe I can access my inner hero. And and what would, what would Judy do? What would the best, the most wise, the most, generous, the most courageous version of me doing this situation, how would she navigate this conflict, right? So if you choose to um, uh, come from that place to act with courage from that place of strength, and then choose your inner hero as opposed to your inner negative voice, then you can make a better decision and take action that is really aligned with who you want to become. Yeah, I love that analogy so much. I love, you know, you can name the negative uh, voice, that, uh, giving it a character, and also the positive one that, you know, we all have that uh, inner hero that we can help ourselves. So in terms of growth, um, after people sort of, after they, they use these tools to overcome the internal conflicts, what sorts of growth did you notice in some of the people that you've worked with or even uh, with yourself? Yeah. And I mean, people have really surprised themselves by doing things that they never thought they could do. Right. Um, what I have my clients do is uh, something called the rejection challenge, where I ask them to actually try to get rejected. So to reframe rejection as 
not like not oh we just got rejected i feel bad about it but like rejection is the evidence of taking action right i learned this when i was writing my book and it because it was an interview book and i wanted to interview a lot of successful people that i um really admired respected um and but i didn't have any credentials <laughs> uh as a as an author yet right so i got a lot of rejections like like really no responses like people didn't really respond to me and then it felt really bad at first but then i was asking myself, okay, well, why am I getting rejected here? Well, it's because I'm trying to take action towards my childhood dream of writing a book, right? And that's why I'm reaching out to these people. If I wasn't doing that, there's really no reason for me to be reaching out to these people. And there would be no reason for me to get rejected. If I'm not doing anything, nobody has any reason to reject me, right? So if you actually think about it, rejection is the evidence of you taking action. It's actually something to celebrate and to be proud of, not to be afraid of. So I, since then, I've been challenging myself to do a lot of rejection challenge. So I think about, well, in the last month, like when's the last time I got rejected? If I can't think of anything, I feel like then I'm staying stuck, right? And I have a lot of my clients do the same. And as a result of it, what they've done is um, develop this rejection muscle where in, in the beginning, maybe they were afraid to ask for little things, right? Or to speak up or to stand for them, stand up for themselves. But eventually, they're able to, you know, go through a career transition or start a company or something huge uh, that they were really, really afraid of. But then, and what actually surprised them is that that they actually are capable of doing all of that and much more. So um, if you really are able to understand um, your own inner um, struggles and you utilize the tools to help you overcome them, um, you're going to be very surprised at how far you can go in your life. Absolutely. And that's such a great mindset to have, to be able to handle rejection and not let it hold you back or, or bring you down and really pick mm -hmm. yourself up and have that growth mindset. Because it's true, you know, I'm sure we've all faced rejection or, or you know, news that's not favorable. And we just think about it the entire time. And then we just stop the action. We just stop the course and we think, oh, well, that's the end of the road. But actually, yeah. the rejection is just part of the journey and that sure. it, it, you should learn something from it and then take it forward, take it to the next step. Yeah. And then um, along that, about that, what I've also learned is that when people will say no to you, it's not a no, never. It's a no, not right now. And we take these no's so personally and that yeah. prevents us from taking action. And that's real failure because if you don't do anything you, nothing's ever going to change or happen for you, right? And I've also learned that um, if you take a lot of action, yes, you're going to get a lot of no's, but statistically, some of that will be yes. Uh, and you actually don't need a lot of opportunities to change the course of your life. With those few yeses, you can go start a project, you can get a job, you can go write a book or whatever it is that you want to do. And that's how we take charge of our own life and then to be responsible for our future. Yeah, what an uplifting note to, to end on, Selena. That is so important and what a great reminder. It only takes a few yeses, as you said, just to change the course of, of, of one's life. Remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about your book and your podcast and are you on social media? Yes, um, all of my social uh, media links and my website and podcast is on my website, selinalee.co. My name spells with a C, not with an S, <laughs> C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E.co. 
um, and you'll be able to check out my podcast and then check out um, what I post on uh, LinkedIn and Instagram. I try to be fairly active. So uh, come say hi, connect with me. I love to hear from you. Excellent. Well, I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you so much to you, Selena Lee. Until next time. Bye for now. Thank you.